And welcome to Monday. It is the 24th of April. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Trey Ware page over at KTSA.com. Be a good place to go this morning for all of the updates and all the information on Prop A since early voting is starting today. Hallelujah. It's finally here. It's time to go cast your vote if you want to vote early on the propositions and the May 6th election. It'll run today through Thursday. They're going to take Friday off for Battle of Flowers. And then uh, it, it runs again on Monday and Tuesday of next week, and then it closes. So early voting starts today. And uh, if you want to get out and check that out, that's uh, not a bad idea. So what's happening to cattle in Texas? Six cattle mysteriously found dead their tongues completely removed, no signs of blood, and sheriffs and other authorities in Texas can't figure this out. This is up in Madison County, a six-year-old Longhorn cross cow laying on her side, deceased, mutilated, long state highway called Old San Antonio Highway. Her tongue had been completely removed from her body, no blood, a straight, clean-cut, apparent precision. This is what the authorities are saying. And here's another thing. No struggle. The grass around the animal, the ground around the animal, completely undisturbed. No footprints. No tire tracks. And ranchers also saying there's no predators or birds trying to scavenge the remains of the cow which had laid there, decaying, untouched, for weeks. For weeks. So let's get this picture in our head. A cow on her side, tongue cut out, no blood, no disturbing of the grass or the ground around her, no predators like vultures and etc. have come over to feast on her. What's going on? While investigating the uh, perplexing death, authorities discovered there had been five other similar occurrences along that same highway, Old San Antonio Highway. That's in Brazos County and Robertson County. The two counties come together there. Four adult cows, one yearling, dead by similar occurrences. Lying on one side, exposed side of their face, cut along the jawline with precision. All fives uh, had their tongues completely removed, no blood. One, or, or on two of the five cows, authorities discovered that a circular cut was removed, was moving the anus and the exterior genitalia. On two of the five. The cut made with the same precision and no blood. No signs of disturbances in the grass, no blood spilled, no noticeable tracks in the area, no predators or birds scavenging off of those cows either. i got to tell you, man, I, when I ride the, of course, being a, being a rancher at one point in my life for many, many years, you know, that's just unheard of. I'd, I've never heard of anything like that happening before. And being a guy who rides a motorcycle on back roads all over Texas, you guys who ride or dry, take joy rides in your car, you know what I'm talking about. You see all kinds of vultures and everything else uh, scavenging off of dead deer and dead cattle and dead everything on the side of the roads. I mean, they don't leave. They leave nothing. <laughs> some of them even take bone with them on some occasions, right? But here's what's even making it more strange. Similar incidents have been reported across the country. Colorado, dozens of cattle slaughtered this fall the same way. Dozens, not just a handful, but dozens. All right, so what's going on? I don't know. I don't see a communist plot in it. No. I don't think it's Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. No, no, I don't. I'm not even sure that it's aliens, although that would have been at one time, that would have been on the National Enquirer at the checkout stand. Aliens cutting out the tongues of cows. No blood. You know, that kind of thing. We would have read that at one point. I don't know. I have no ex maybe maybe you can take a shot at this and uh two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five if you've got any ideas to what might be going on here i don't i have no idea i've never seen this i've never heard about anything like this before. This is completely foreign and way out there for me, and it is for all the authorities who are investigating this too by the way they have vet veterinarians looking at this they've got the sheriff's deputies that have looked at it all of them have they brought in all kinds of people to look at these. And it just isn't, I mean, they've never seen anything like this. 
And I get it. I don't know who would be doing it or, or why. Whatever. I mean, if you if you were if you wanted something from the cattle, then you would take you you would kill the cow and take whatever meat you could get off the cow, right? I would think. You wouldn't just leave it laying there to decompose and nothing touches it. That's the really weird thing. No scavengers have come along to eat the that I don't Man, this is weird. Anyway, 210-599-5555 if you have any idea. Republicans in the Texas State Senate have passed a pair of bills. They're going to require public schools in Texas to display the Ten Commandments and give students and staff a daily prayer period and allowing teachers to read the Bible in the classroom. Oh, how quickly the trans cult is going to get totally totally triggered they're gonna lose their mind today especially if this passes late last week the texas senate passed the bills both with 17 to 12 vote they now head to the house of representatives up in austin the bills are backed by texas lieutenant lieutenant governor dan patrick who has it right in his comments here's what he said Allowing the Ten Commandments and prayer back into our public schools is one step we can take to make sure that all Texans have the right to freely express their sincerely held religious beliefs. I believe that you cannot change the culture of the country until you change the culture of mankind. That's exactly right. When you hear me say, make America godly again, that's exactly what I mean. Bringing the Ten Commandments and prayer back to our public schools will enable our students to become better Texans. I agree with that. I, I wholeheartedly endorse that. I believe it. And uh, and I'm glad that they're doing something about it. Doesn't have a chance anywhere to pass because our, our our culture, our legal system, our school system throughout the country, our public school system is completely lost to left wing nut jobs. Thanks to Elaine, I picked up on this thing uh, watching uh, CBS yesterday. CBS uh, Morning News or whatever they call the thing. First of all, they sound remarkably like public television, the way that their their whole presentation is like this. And they got old fart liberals, you know, the old school liberals that are doing all their reporting. It's horrible. It just quality of it is terrible. There's nothing entertaining about it. But they did this thing on, on banning of books yesterday. And, oh, my God, all conservatives want to do in this country is ban books all across America. We want to get rid of Catcher and the Rye and of Mice and Men. And we want to get rid of Death of a Salesman Conservatives are out there after all this stuff, and they want to get rid of all these books. That's what CBS was lying to the American people about yesterday. And it was clearly a lie. More banning of books and removal of content is done by liberal Democrats in America every single day. Whether it's a Disney movie that they have written labels on and said, this is going to trigger you, or whether it's Tom Sawyer being completely removed from libraries across this country it's the left-wing democrats who have been banning books but of course as as we all know every time they're doing something they say that republicans are actually doing it and they're just you know they're full of crap it's not true uh when, when you're talking about hardcore porn which is in school libraries when you're talking about tranny sex which is in the school libraries when you're talking about uh gay sex which includes well you know I'll say sodomy. You know, when you're talking about that kind of stuff, absolutely you want that kind of stuff removed from school libraries. Absolutely. You wouldn't put a hustler or a penthouse in a school library, would you? Well, maybe you would. 210-599-5555. Diego, you're on KTSA. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, my theory on the uh, mutilated cattle. Yeah. The government will spray biological agents for testing into the air, and they use the cattle as a benchmark as to how effective they're working. I've, I've ran across a couple of articles that touch on that, that they, they drain the blood, I guess, to study it. and But anyway, it has to do with biological agents. Okay. I I hadn't heard that. That sounds really weird to me. Why would they leave the carcass on the side of the road? Why wasn't the carcass eaten after laying there, decomposing for several weeks? And why a precision cut to remove the tongue, the genitalia, and the anus? I don't I don't understand any of that. That doesn't make any sense to me. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's where the whatever they're testing concentrates. It's a theory. So. Okay. All right, Diego. Thank you, man. Well, it's a theory. <laughs> it is that. 210-599-5555. Donald Trump has a resolution for school shootings, and he's right. And get ready to pay pay more for your oil and gas 
which means you're going to pay more for everything. It's no happenstance or coincidence that gasoline, and Don just mentioned it in the newscast, gasoline prices continue to surge. They are doing it on purpose. It's this administration, and it's going to do even more. You've got even more coming your way. John Kerry let the cat out of the bag, and this week you'll get more rulings from the EPA, which is going to make your life not a little more expensive, a lot more expensive in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. Tell you more about that when we come back. Trey Ware, KTSA. Oral health is such... Early voting starts today. Get out and vote no. Make sure you oppose Prop A, okay? Early voting begins today. It'll run through Thursday. They won't have it on Friday because it's Battle of Flowers Day, and then it resumes Monday and Tuesday of next week, and the election is a week from this coming Saturday. Uh, Okay, so Donald Trump spoke exclusively to Breitbart.com about how to stop school shootings, and he's right, and you've heard it from me over and over again, and that is you need to arm people in the schools. And so he's saying that if only 5% of teachers were armed, you won't have the problem anymore. But if you got that up to 10% or 15% of teachers being armed, you wouldn't have the problem anymore. He's right about that. We all know that that's truly the answer to school shootings, is having armed individuals inside the school. He talks about vets who are highly qualified. He talks about former law enforcement who are now teachers. And I have several friends that were law enforcement, and now they teach at area high schools. They would be perfect to be able to carry, to be able to stop this. But it'll never happen because, i got to tell you, Teachers unions and the Democrats in America, they're fine with having this go on. Why? Because it gives them their anti-gun platform, which they can scream to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. That's just the truth of it. It's a hard truth to realize that there are people in our government and people in politics in America today and in unions that would be fine with this kind of thing going on. It's hard to understand that. It's You can't wrap your brain around why anybody would be okay with mass shootings going on until you realize their political agenda is the, the ends justify the means. We've got to get guns away from people in America so we can control them. And whatever it takes to do that is what we're going to do. And if it costs lives, well, then it costs lives. That's the attitude that the left has, has in this country concerning this issue. So they're never going to do that. that. They're never going to allow that to happen. And the school system, the public school system in America, has been so overrun and overwrought by the left now. The left is running completely, totally. Academia in America today, it's running most of the country today, as a matter of fact. Now, let's talk about oil supply, and let's talk about what the president is going to do here in the next few days to increase the price of what you're paying at the pump and on everything else that you purchase. Now, we know that more supply brings down the cost of fuel. That's just a basic economic fact. You don't have to be an economist to understand more supply means a lower price. They know that, and that's why immediately, first day that Joe Biden was in office, they started on this campaign of cutting the supply of oil and gas, natural gas, in America. And then when you get close to an election, like last year's 2020 campaign, the election, uh, and then the 2022 midterms of last year, Biden was releasing our strategic reserves, which he's not filling back up, by the way. And the strategic reserves were put into place decades ago because of OPEC and what they were doing as a cartel to limit our purchase of oil so that we we can get our ships around, we can continue commerce, and we can defend this country. Well, Biden has released a bunch of it, sold a bunch of it to his friends, his cronies, and his bosses over in China, and has not refilled the strategic petroleum reserve. But the bottom line is the reason he releases it around election time is why? To increase the supply to bring the price down so you go vote Democrat. When you increase the supply, you bring the price down. Well, now they've got another tack that they are taking on these issues, and that is more regulation increases the prices, and that's a fact. And John Kerry, his uh, you know climate czar, said right now wind and solar is too expensive. All of this stuff is too expensive. You remember last week, Biden said, that electric vehicles are too expensive at seventy grand a copy, and you can still buy a gas car for twenty five, twenty to twenty five. So nobody's buying those stupid cars at seventy. 
So what we're going to do is we'll increase the price by increasing regulation on gas and oil cars, and we'll drive that up to about a hundred grand, where the electric vehicles at seventy grand will be very appealing. And that's what they're doing right now. Those regulations are going into effect. Well, now they want to do the same thing to oil and gas producers in America because wind and solar is not competitive. There's not enough of it, and it's not competitive price-wise. So John Kerry said, well, wind and solar will become far more price competitive than oil and gas if oil and gas companies see their costs rise because they have to spend huge amounts of money for carbon capture and storage and utilization. Which is a fancy way of saying we need to put more regulations on oil and gas, and when we do that, it'll raise the cost of oil and gas to a ridiculous amount, and now everybody will turn to wind and solar because it's going to be much more price competitive. Well, guess what? Joe Biden is saying that's exactly what we're going to do. Going to announce severe new proposal forcing the nation's power plants to cut their emissions by 2040. And, uh, by the way, these, they tried this before and was struck down by the Supreme Court, but that was before the Inflation Reduction Act, which gave them, gave the EPA okay to, uh, to, uh, regulate, uh, greenhouse gas emissions. So they're going to set limits so strange that the fossil fuel burning power plants will have to shut down in America. So you're going to have fewer, fewer plants in the fossil fuel world, and that's going to drive up the prices. And on Friday, he created the Office of Environmental Justice as well. Pete Buttigieg has been talking about transportation justice in America and how black people don't have the same roads to drive on that white people do. That's Pete Buttigieg. This is this racist organization that's in power in America. So now we're going to do the same thing with environmental justice and a new office that was created by, again, not by law, not by Congress, but by this president, this president, who is doing nothing by law, doing nothing legally in this country. It's all a trampling of our Constitution. So get ready. These new regulations on your car and these new regulations on oil and gas producers in the country are going to exorbitantly raise the price that you pay at the pump. But remember, when you're paying more at the pump, you're paying more at Walmart and Kohl's and Target and everywhere that you buy anything because the price of everything in our economy is based on oil and gas. So it's going to go super high, and they're doing it on purpose. They want you to hurt really bad so that you'll turn to wind and solar and electric vehicle. They're beating you up. They're taking your prized possession of your money, and ever increasing so. They are going to totally bankrupt the middle class in America. There will be no middle class. There will be them that haves, and then you'll have the less than have-nots. And their idea, their plan, is to make you completely and totally dependent on the government. And you know what? They're there. We're, we're almost at that point now. And as they continue to push on energy production in America, and it's going to cost you more for everything, from a bag of peanuts to your gallon of gasoline and diesel, it's going to cost you more. It's going to bankrupt the middle class in this country. And that's the ultimate goal of these commies who are running the Democrat Party. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. At Fisher Investments, we do things... Freaky video. Wow. That airplane. Had bird run through the freaking engine. Set the engine on fire. Have you seen that online? That's the same thing that happened to, to uh, Scully, man, when they did the whole, you know, we're, we're, is it Scully? Was it Scully? Shelley, Shelley, Schellenberg, Schellenberg. Anyway, we'll be in the Hudson, guys. Same thing, man. Bird strike through the engine. You have a roasted bird. You got a, a, a bird feast because you got cooked bird. But you also have engines that don't work, right? Sullenberger. Sully. 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 Sullenberger. My, my friend was on that flight. Oh, really? Uh, you have a friend everywhere, don't you? Almost. Uh, it was the night, uh, You're the night before. You're loud. Randy yeah. Rogers yeah. played Letterman. Oh, yeah? And his manager, my friend Robin, was on the flight. Flew out the next day, got on the flight. Have did, you found him on the wing? Have did, you looked did, at the picture and pointed him out? There's my buddy! Uh, female. Yes. Oh, there she Well, but, you can have a female buddy. Yes. It's all right. And so they did the whole landing. Uh-huh. They took everyone back to the airport. Right. She booked another flight immediately. And? Her husband was like, what are you doing? She goes, it can't happen twice in one day. And? 
She made it home. Oh, it didn't happen twice in one day? No, it did not. <laughs> but Robin, Robin Devin was on that flight. Well, I'll tell you, this one here is kind of scary. Uh, when you run through a, a flock of seagulls, man, which was a band in 1982 that had really weird hair in one song, uh, that, that really is, it, it's, it's a scary look. So, okay, um, it's early voting. Starting today, get yourself up, go vote against Prop A. Let everybody know. You're not going to stand for this. You're not going to stand for the trashing of San Antonio. You have a moment in time, San Antonio, when you always say, I do this and I do that, nothing changes. Let's go. Let's make this happen. Let's say no to Prop A. Let's defeat it soundly. And let's send the liberal whack jobs who want to destroy San Antonio even further than it already is as a city in decline. One of, one of America's former great cities that is declining. Because of blue liberal Democrat policies in place, let's send them packing. And let's start that today with early voting. It goes through Thursday, and then it'll take Friday off for Battle of Flowers. And then it'll come back, because that's almost a religious observance, really, Battle of Flowers for San Antonio. We take we, we give everything off for Battle of Flowers on Friday. We'll be here. And then you got a lot of good stuff over the weekend. And you know what? The weather looks okay this weekend. During this week, though, it's hit and miss, baby. Take a take a jacket with you and take a, an umbrella with you if you're going to Fiesta events this week. I'm not saying you're going to get rained on, but better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, right? So make sure you take a jacket with you. You're going down to the Cavaliers Parade tonight. Make sure you have a jacket with you because you're probably going to need it. Take one for the kiddos and an umbrella. And the same thing is going to be true the next couple of days. But by the time we get to the weekend with Flambeau on Saturday and all that, it's it's looking pretty decent. It really is. I don't know Rich uh, Pinkowski. Okay? I don't know really anything about him. I am told he is a pastor who has an organization called Warriors for Christ. The left is saying he's a whack job who preaches in the streets. Oh, yeah, that's a whack. That, that, that right there is enough to make him a whack job. He preaches in the streets. But what he preaches about sometimes or preaches against or goes to sometimes are these drag shows for children. Drag shows for children. Which is nothing more than a strip show for, for kiddos that is endorsed by many in our education system in America today and in our, in our uh, public square. In order to, yes, groom children that drags and trannies and gays and lesbians are all okay. And if you're a straight white male, you're the worst human being on planet Earth. But anyway, this Rich Pinkowski is, uh, has received a restraining order. This is in the United States in Oklahoma, of all places. This isn't even California. This is Oklahoma. And what, what they're claiming now is that he has been out in front of this uh, LGBTQ 33114456 ABC advocacy group preaching against this kind of stuff for years. It started in the libraries with Drag Queen Storytime, and now they're stripping in front of them, and they are. They're doing a strip show. They don't get totally naked, but they do strip in front of kids. And he's been preaching against that. He was invited by a church in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, to preach outside a local pride event last fall. Other churches failed and refused to say anything about it. He, published, he posted a public photo of same-sex wedding of Sheena Hayes and Morgan Lawrence Hayes, who is executive board pres- president of the Bartlesville chapter of Oklahomans for Equity. And in his post, he referenced several Bible verses about homosexuality and this kind of thing. In a police report filed by an officer with ties to Oklahomans for Ex- Equity in Bartlesville, the couple felt threatened and harassed because he had posted Bible verses and had preached in the street outside of drag queen shows. So Judge Linda Thomas granted a five-year protective order against him, and if he says anything else about them, if he preaches against this, if he does anything like this again, he's going to be arrested and jailed. Now, it really doesn't matter if this guy's a nut job or not. I don't know. I have no idea. Even nut jobs have First Amendment rights to freedom of speech in America. And it's always the Democrat left in America that is trying to take your speech rights away from you. Jen Psaki is hosting a show on NBC now that is nothing but pure left-wing Democrat propaganda, and she invited AOC on. 
AOC, in the typical Democrat fascist fashion, is now wanting to take away Tucker Carlson and people like me from your life. Why? Because we tell the truth. Here's AOC. Do you think media organizations or social media platforms should be accountable for the role, for, for being platforms for incitement? I believe that when it comes to broadcast television, like Fox News, these are subject to to federal law, federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very, very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. and. That is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. She went on to say Tucker needs to be removed from the airwaves and uh, anybody who dis- essentially anybody who disagrees with her needs to be removed. Now, Jen Psaki would not ask her, you know, because Jen Psaki was too busy bouncing her chin on her chest, you know, in f- firm agreement with, with uh, AOC. She wouldn't ask her, give me some specific examples of what Tucker has said to incite violence. Specific examples. What has he said to incite violence? No follow-up question like that because Jen Psaki is not a real journalist. She's a propagandist for the left. So she's just shoveling crap out there for everybody to consume. That's it. That's all she's doing. So what did Tucker say? Now, I'm going to give you specific examples. Because we've had guys show up at baseball fields and shoot Republicans who said that they were inspired by what they saw on MSNBC and other leftist channels in America. Just last year, we had somebody show up to kill a Supreme Court justice. And you know what? Nothing's been done on that case because of what he what he had heard in the left-wing media in America about the Roe versus Wade decision. And he need to go right to wrong, so I've come to kill Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Or, or, how about just a couple of weeks ago in Nashville with an alleged trans nutcase who went to a Christian school and killed Christian children because of what she had heard being said about you're losing your rights in Tennessee. Christians are taking your rights away. You see, people like AOC and the left, they actually, they actually inspire uh, violence in America. But I would never say that she should not have the right to say what she wants to say because that's what the First Amendment is all about. You have a right to say what you want to say. Unless you're speaking against, unless you're saying things that the left and the Democrats don't agree with, and then the fascists from the Democrat Party have to shut you down at all costs. So, of course, they want to remove Tucker Carlson. Of course, they want to get rid of Trey Ware. Of course, they want to get rid of these people because we speak the truth and they can't stand it. They can't stand that people would speak the truth when it doesn't agree with them. Oh, you're inspiring violence. No, words don't inspire violence. Doesn't happen that way. Although we have the people who have actually been violent on the left saying, oh, yeah, uh-huh, because I, uh, uh, I heard it on MSNBC or I heard it on CNN or I heard it here or there, wherever. Really? Hmm. Well, this is an interesting case that we have going on here with AOC. What's she going to do now? Is she going to introduce a law? Nah. She's been in Congress for several years. She's an actress who showed up for a cattle call to get this job, and she hadn't introduced any legislation at all. (laughs) But it is interesting to climb inside the mind, the lack thereof, of people like AOC, and especially when they expose what they're really all about, and that's authoritarian fascism in the United States of America. Going to arrest a pastor for preaching and uh, putting up social media posts in opposition to the trans cult. And they're going to take Tucker Carlson off the air with government regulations because he, he, he doesn't say what we want him to say. He's not ABC and Martha Raddatz, who's just saying everything we want said. He's not CNN and Wolf Blitzer who's saying everything we want said or every other left-wing radio and television station across America who just reads the same script that comes out of centralized Washington, D.C. through AP and Reuters 
and CBS and ABC and the New York Times and the Washington Post. If you're not in line with them, well, then you need to be removed. Doesn't that sound familiar? They did it in the Soviet Union. Mao did it in China. They do it in current China. They do it in Canada. And they're about to do it in the United States of America. Land of the free, home of the brave, yay for liberty. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. This is Dr. Mark. With Trey Ware, a peer courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. We're told that the president, Joe Biden, is going to release a video tomorrow instead of actually making a speech or delivering a statement face-to-face with reporters who may ask him questions because he's obviously in a severe state of mental decline at this point in his life. They don't want him out there. They don't want him in a situation where somebody could ask him a question. And, and, and they certainly don't want him behind a camera extemporaneously uh, even to announce that he's running for re-election. So we're told now from the Washington Post and others that tomorrow he's going to announce his uh, re-election uh, campaign via uh, recorded announcement, via video. <clears throat> so this weekend, all the talking heads from Chuck Todd, uh, Martha Raddatz, and all the others, they were talking about how one in four Americans, according to a new NBC News poll, believe that President Biden should run for re-election. Only one in four and Chuck Todd saying, um, overall, the president's job rating is not in a good place when you're seeking re-election. 58% of Americans disapprove of how he's handling the economy right now, says Chuck Todd. So they're already, the Democrats in the media, already rolling out, you know, how do we get rid of this guy? What do we need to do? Blah, blah, blah. Wall Street Journal editorial board says that Biden should not run in 2024. The public understands what Mr. Biden apparently won't admit, that electing an octogenarian in obvious decline for another four years could be a historic mistake. Asking the country to elect a man who is 80 years old and whose second term would end when he's 86 is a risky act that borders on selfish. His decline is clear to anyone who isn't willfully blind. Amen. But they're more concerned that people are going to turn because Kamala's so terrible that people are going to turn to Trump <laughs> in the last minute when they see that Joe Biden can't perform. And that's what the Wall Street Journal was was very concerned about. And, of course, now you've got the Washington Post. Uh, won't give a speech in front of supporters. And that the normally Biden-friendly press, left-wing networks, breaking this glass and pushing the red button, CNN starting out with numbers showing the president's in deep deficit, and then I just told you about NBC and the rest of them. So he's not just old. He's in the midst of a very visible mental and physical decline. Just walking, watching him walk hurts, doesn't it? They've created this monster, and he's not going to step down. He's going to go full bore with it. So now you've got Dick Durbin and Klobuchar yesterday all over the media defending him and defending his age saying well i don't care how he looks in public no hey man i tell you i know him behind the scenes i'm in meetings with this guy he is in command in these meetings yeah maybe the public isn't getting the real picture of joe biden but he's with it and he's in all these meetings and he we all know that's a load of crap it's not true that's absolutely not true so now what we're finding out from the washington post again the democrat voice in in dc that is their dissemination of information. It comes from the Washington Post and the New York Times. They're saying basically because his challengers right now, that's Robert Kennedy Jr. and Marianne Williamson, because they are so crazy, why have any debates on the Democrat side? So on the Democrat side, the Democrat National Committee says we're not going to have any debates. On the Republican side, you've got a whole bunch of folks who are running for president. You'll have all kinds of debates on that side. The, the truth of the matter is, come on, let's be truthful. It has nothing to do with Williamson and and Robert Kennedy Jr. being crazy. Robert Kennedy Jr. has some really good qualities about him, good, good stuff he's talking about. It has nothing to do with that. They know that Joe can't speak for five minutes and stay on topic and stand on his feet and do this for five minutes, much less in an hour-long debate with somebody. So they're already rigging it, baby. They're already rigging it. According to the Washington Post, the Democrat National Committee is saying we're not going to have any debates during our primary season. Well, of course. They got to cheat to cheat, baby. That's what they're going to do. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hard work, hard work. Earn my... 
And it's early voting time. It starts today. Early voting for the local elections here for the props and for the city council begins today. And it's going to run through Thursday, and then they're going to take a day off on Friday for Battle of Flowers and more early voting on Monday and Tuesday. The election is coming up on Saturday, May 6th. It, during this segment, during this time, I have talked a lot about Prop A because I firmly believe that San Antonio is a city in decline anyway because of Democrat policies that have been ruling this city for many, many years, which have been put on uh, really a fast track under the current mayor that is uh, actually destroying San Antonio. Now, some can't see that because you're in the forest, you can't see all the trees, but when you take a 30,000-foot view of San Antonio, you see a city in decline, no question about it, just like one, what was once great cities such as Detroit and San Francisco and places like that. San Antonio is going through that right now. The only thing that has kind of insulated us from a faster decline has been our economy concerning gas and oil. And now that Joe Biden has taken that away from us, we're seeing an even faster decline in San Antonio. And this is going to tip us right on over into a Seattle or a Portland or a San Francisco Uh, those kinds of places where crime is the rule of the day, not the exception. The idea behind municipal government is to make crime the exception and not the rule, but what this would do with Prop A, that flips that on its head and it makes crime the rule and safety and security and your property being secure the exception, which is the plan. You create chaos, which is exactly what they're doing to create chaos in the streets. You know, uh, their, their hero, Karl Marx, wrote about it a long time ago. So today, early voting begins. Now, I've been looking for the Safe SA website all weekend. I haven't been able to find it. That's an interesting little twist. That's the one with all the business makers that we've had on the show. I, I don't know what happened to it. Now, the ProtectSA.net website is still up. Now, that's got good information. And here's the deal. A lot of people have been asking me recently about this. I- I'm talking about community leaders have been asking me, what about Prop A? What's going on with it? I hear that you're the leader of the opposition. I'm not. But I have been probably the most vocal in media concerning what Prop A is going to do and how this is going to radically affect San Antonio. There's going to be a press conference downtown with pastors today. I believe it's at 1.30 on the city council steps, city hall steps. I believe it's at 1 or 1.30 this afternoon in case you want to go down there. I'm sure it's going to be covered negatively by our local press because that's what our local press is. They're negative to anything that's conservative. Now, we still have on the Treyware page, KTSA.com, my interviews, things of that nature that we have done concerning Prop A information, voting information, early voting information, etc. That's all on the website, so it's, it's a resource as well as Protect SA. We're trying to find out now what happened to SA Safe and why it I, I can't access it. I've been trying, tried all day yesterday to access it. Elaine's been trying to access it this morning. We haven't been able to. So we've got calls out to those business leaders who have been here on the show, and why is that website gone? Bottom line is, now the battle begins, right? You're in it. And if you want to protect San Antonio and keep it safe from rising crime and out-of-control crime, and you want to keep our police officers here, Not just the ones that we have, but actually add to our police officers because we don't want them leaving San Antonio. We don't want them abandoning San Antonio, which is the point of Proposition A. So in order to do that, we need to get out and force over the next several days and vote against Prop A. And make sure our voice is heard really, really loud and very clear. And now is the time for you business owners to rally your people and get your people to polls. And here's why I say that. The left-wing groups like ACT UP and TOPS and COPS Metro Alliance and the teachers' unions, yes, the teachers' unions are a far leftist organization. They're going to rally their people, and they're going to turn their people out. Make no mistake about it. Their people are going to come, and they're going to vote for Ron Nirenberg to to be there as mayor, to return as mayor. He should be replaced immediately. And I believe all the other city council members should be replaced. And I don't really care. I mean, you know, it's one of those deals where they, you, you've got to make a complete wholesale change with that city council starting with the mayor. But at the very least, with your circle of influence, make sure that people understand what's at stake here. And if you're a business owner in this city, make sure p- your people understand what's at stake, and that's their livelihood. And if they don't go out and vote against Prop A beginning today, they could very well lose their job because you could very well lose your business. 
when people can steal $750 worth of merchandise or services from you and not have to pay you, and they won't be prosecuted, they're supposed to get a ticket, just as if you drove five miles an hour over the speed limit for stealing $750 worth of merchandise. Or by taking a can of Krylon and painting a church or your business, as long as it doesn't go over $2,500 in that painting, then guess what? They get a ticket. But they're not actually going to get a ticket. Nothing is going to happen to them because the police are going to leave in droves. They've already told me. We're out. They have. They Many of them have already put their... Uh, applications in at various police uh, around San Antonio that, that believe in enforcing the law when San Antonio says we're not going to if Prop A passes. Now is, you always hear, I don't care how you, what you want to call it, Seminole, Watershed, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, it's that moment in San Antonio. If you care about your community, if you care about the safety of your children, if you care about business here, if you care about our overall economy, which is tourism, if you care about any of that, then you'll stand up and say no to Prop A. You will make sure that people understand what's at stake for San Antonio and how this will change the face of our city forevermore. Once you go beyond the tipping point, you ask people in San Francisco, you never get it back. Ask people in Seattle, you never get it back. Ask people in Portland where folks are leaving in droves to get out of that city, to move out of the city, as well as businesses leaving that city. That will be San Antonio. And that's why Prop A must be stopped, and today is the day. The battle begins today to step out. I don't care what the Express News and those whack-job liberals down at the Express News have been saying on their podcast. Well, the Alamo, I was watching one of their podcasts. What's her name? Elaine Ayala? I was watching one of the other. The Alamo is a symbol of white supremacy in San Antonio. And nobody who's Mexican likes the Alamo. None of us Mexicans, Hispanics, none of us like the Alamo. Oh, bullcrap. <laughs> You're full of it. And so here we are at this, yes, seminal moment, our watershed moment in San Antonio. Say no beginning today. Oppose Prop A. Oppose Ron Nirenberg. Oppose the others on city council who want you to send them back so they can do more of the same. Daniel, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Greg. Morning. I don't live in San Antonio. I've lived there all my life, in the area all my life. And what I've been doing is I took a picture of one of the both no signs or whatever, and I've just been posted, posting it on my social media Good every day and asking my friends to vote no and stuff like that. You know, you might have to tell your listeners to do the same thing. You know, spread the word through all the social medias and, and go by and take a picture of one of those signs and post it. Absolutely. Way to go, Daniel. Good job. And when you're at church and when you're at the office and when you're standing around having coffee and when you're having lunch and when you're getting your hair cut and when you're, whatever you're doing, get the word out. Okay, so you can now on Facebook pull up San Antonio Safe. Somebody just said they were able to pull up safe.org. I haven't been able to. I guess I'm blocked, and you're blocked too, Elaine. We're blocked. We're going to ask about that because somebody just sent me a text and said they were able to pull it up. I tried all day yesterday and wasn't able to pull it up. And in all different configurations. I spelled it all out. I you know, did the short version and everything else. But they do have a Facebook page as well, and you can check it out over there. Really, protectsa.net is a great one, too. Protectsa.net has got lots of information there. When I went to essaysafe.org yesterday, that's where it sent me. It routed me over to protectsa. I don't know. Anyway, uh, early voting begins today, runs through Thursday, and then it takes Friday off for Battle of Flowers, and then it comes back Monday and Tuesday of next week. Traffic and AccuWeather coming up next. Trey Ware, KTSA. Would you put your family at risk if given a clear choice? Online at KTSA.com. Well, now I'm getting the website on my phone, so that's a step in the right direction, and thanks to everybody who's been uh, texting me saying that they're getting it on their phone as well. Uh, so it is SanAntonioSafe.org, ProtectSA. .net is also up. We are just about a week or so away from some new rules that are being put in place by Joe Biden. Not by Congress, which is where 
these types of laws are supposed to originate with the House of Representatives. It's more than 430 members are closest to us. They're accountable to us, and that's why these laws are supposed to start in the House of Representatives. And then once passed out of the House of Representatives, go over to the Senate. Once passed out of the Senate, back to the House of of Representatives for reconciliation. Voted on by both houses, both chambers, if you will, and then sent to the executive branch to be signed into law or vetoed. But instead of doing that, the octogenarian who is in clear mental decline is just handing out rules left and right that will affect your life. Been talking about the rules concerning electric vehicles and how they can't sell these things because they're right around the average price is right around $70,000. And for a gas or a diesel vehicle, the average price is $25,000. So nobody's buying electric vehicles. So he's passed new rules from his pen. Again, no involvement of Congress that will raise the price of what you're driving right now until it's too expensive to buy and it's more competitive with electric vehicles. But people in the middle class are going to lose out. You're going to be on a bus. That's the plan, to collapse the middle class, destroy the middle class. And they're, they're, they're on their way to doing it. We're getting close. We're teetering on not having a middle class in America. You're going to have the haves and the barely have-nots where they're just going to have nothing and going to be totally dependent on the country, on the, on the, on the government. And that's what they're working on. Biden also has some new rules that they're going to be issuing about gas and oil production in America that's going to make it way too expensive for producers of gas and oil to do business. And they're going to go out of business in America. And that's the plan. John Kerry said it over the weekend, you know, the reason that solar and wind is not competitive is because it's too expensive, so we've got to raise the price of gas and oil. So they're in the process of doing that. We're up uh, another several cents from just on Friday at the, at the gas pump. is going to continue to go up. They know the answer to this. The answer is more supply. That's just basic economics. But they refuse to drill, baby, drill. They want to make it hurt. They want to collapse the middle class in this country. So everything you buy, when those new rules go into effect, everything you buy is going to be more expensive. I don't care if you're buying Little Debbies and Ho-Hos for your breakfast or if you're buying gasoline or diesel for your car. It's going to be more expensive. Way more expensive more expensive than any of us in the middle class are going to be able to afford, and that's the plan. So now, on May 1st, Joe Biden has another new rule that he's just put into effect, and I told you about it last week, but again, we have new listeners all the time who are discovering the program, and I appreciate every one of you. Thank you very much. So I had people contact me over the weekend. What is this deal that he's doing with mortgages and people with good credit? What is going on with this? It's a new rule. If you have good credit and you have a mortgage, you have to pay more every month to take care of those who have bad credit, who overextended themselves, who got into trouble with credit cards and banks and other lending institutions, who who didn't pay their loans, and now their credit score is shot, and they can't afford to buy a home because the interest rate is way too high for them to afford. So guess who gets to buy down their interest rate? The high interest rate, which is called by caused by Joe Biden's inflation in the first place, It's the reason we have high inflation in this country. It was at 1.6% when Donald Trump was in office. So they've had to raise the interest rates to combat the inflation in the country, and now there's been a lot of people who can't afford to buy homes because they've trashed their credit. And now you, if you have good credit rating, you get to pay for them so that they can buy a home that they can't afford, that they will at one time down the road have to foreclose on, and the American people, meaning you, will have to step in again and rescue the lending institutions who loan money to these people who shouldn't be able to get money to buy homes in the first place because they don't know how to do life. Because they're screw-ups. On purpose, they don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do life. They don't know how to take care of business. But you, who knows how to take care of business, now you get to pay more on your mortgage so they can buy a home because they don't know how to take care of their own business. 
And those of you who are responsible individuals in this economy and you do what you're supposed to do and you take care of business the right way, you're going to be penalized by Joe Biden. Again, not passed by Congress. We didn't get to say so. You and I didn't get to say so. In fact, if there's anything that's come out of this that's perfectly clear, you and I no longer have a say-so in what happens to our lives. From driving up the price of oil and gas to stealing our money to pay for people who have screwed up their credit so we can take care of them and put them in houses, this is all happening without your approval, without your being able to sound off on it, at all. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTS. There's only one way to assure bugs and terms. Vote beginning today, early voting, and oppose and say no to Prop A. And Ron Nirenberg is continuing as mayor for San Antonio, a city in decline because of his policies and, quite frankly, the policies of other liberal Democrats who have had their, their hands around the throat of San Antonio and been squeezing hard to choke everything that's beautiful about this city completely out of it. The liberal, liberal leftist, socialist Democrats who have controlled San Antonio for far too long have, have had this city in its throes and they've had their, their hands around the neck and they have squeezed it till they've just about strangled San Antonio and Prop A would be the death knell if it passes. It'll be the camel, you know, straw-breaking camel back, you know, the stake in the heart, whatever you want to say. Prop A is going to be it. And so, get out. Early voting begins right now today and lasts until Thursday. They'll take Friday off and they'll be back Monday and Tuesday. Prop A is the worst thing that could happen to San Antonio in my lifetime. In my lifetime of following politics in this city that I love. It's all about destroying San Antonio. It's about making crime the norm and safety the exception. Crime the norm and safety the exception. It's supposed to be the other way around in municipal government. If you need proof that pride events and the trans cult, the religion of, of transgenderism, the cult, is not about grooming our children, I want to tell you what's going on in Port St. Lucie, Florida. They've been passing some wonderful child protection bills. In fact, one of them is called the Actual Protection of Children Act in Florida. Now, basically, these bills have become law in Florida. These acts have become law in Florida. And it prohibits anybody under the age of 21 from attending one of these drag queen strip shows that goes on. Gay and lesbian pride parades where they're doing some things in the parades as well that are objectionable for children under 21. And the same is true with the trans cult and how the trans cult has infected the schools and they're teaching this religion that is a false religion called transgenderism in Florida. But here's proof that it's all about grooming the children. In Port St. Lucie, the Gay Pride Parade has been canceled. Why? Well, if you can't have children at the parade, then why have it at all, is what the organizers are saying. After all, the idea, that's the point, to normalize this nonsense of drag and tranny and stuff like that for the kids. And if the kids can't come, then there's no need to have the event. That right there ought to tell you everything you need to know about what they're doing with these events. And when you hear me say that they're all about grooming our children, that's exactly what I mean. And when they can't have their, their target audience there, well, then the, the event is just basically pointless. We'll just, we'll just cancel it. Phil Jackson, one of the greatest basketball coaches of all time in the NBA, 11 world championships, five with the Lakers, six with the Bulls, Greg Popovich can't carry Phil Jackson's shoes when it comes to being a winning basketball coach. Greg Popovich would love to be Phil Jackson. He, he's not even in his same universe as far as coaching talent and ability. Raw talent, raw ability, Phil Jackson, he's it. He's the pinnacle. You don't get any better than him. He said in 2020... When the NBA had all their, you know, they locked everybody up down in Orlando, all their players, you know, because of the pandemic and they couldn't go anywhere and all that. 
And the next thing you know, he turns on the TV and he sees all this social justice nonsense. He sees all the Black Lives Matter stuff on the jerseys and down on the baseline underneath the baskets. He saw all that, you know, vote for change. We got to change to fund the police. All that stuff that the NBA was uh, and, and the teams of the NBA and Greg Popovich were doing. Phil Jackson said that's it, and he turned off basketball, the NBA, and Phil Jackson has not watched one NBA game since 2020. Good for him. I haven't either. I could care less. I went by a couple of them yesterday while I was switching channels. No, no thank you. No. I won't do anything with the San Antonio Spurs until Greg Popovich is gone. Then I'll reassess my relationship with them or doing anything to support them in any case. Phil Jackson says I couldn't watch what the NBA was doing. I haven't been able to watch it. Catering to a certain audience. They even had slogans on the floor on the baseline. He said it was catering. It's trying to cater to an audience, to try to bring in a certain audience into play. They know it's turning other people off. People want to see sports as non-political, end quote. From Phil Jackson, he's absolutely right. He said, we've seen a lot of different types of players have gone on to be, like Bill Bradley was a senator. A number of baseball players have been representatives and senators, said Phil Jackson. But their politics stayed out of the game. It doesn't need to be in the game, end quote from Phil Jackson. Right on. I don't care what Popovich tells you. Popovich is a lying liberal. If Popovich meant what he said, what comes the, the vomit that comes out of, it, out of his mouth concerning guns, then he would fire all the guys down at the AT&T Center that carry guns to protect him and his players. But he won't because he doesn't actually believe it. New York Health Department is looking at banning all tobacco products despite lawmakers declining other related prohibitions because prohibition doesn't work. But in New York, you know, and the Democrats are just a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of fascists, you know, authoritarian fascists who can't leave people alone. So they have been pushing a menthol ban on menthol cigarettes. And by the way, Joe Biden has put that into effect for America. We'll see if he gets that done. But in New York, they've been pushing a ban on menthol cigarettes because it's killing black people. Menthol cigarettes are killing black people. No, no whites die from it, apparently. But now, see, now their thing is we want to ban all tobacco products in New York. And they're, they're, they're putting their proposals together right now, limiting the number of uh, retailers who can sell products in a community. And those, and this is what they're saying, those after the year 2010 or later would never be able to buy tobacco in New York. Okay. Well, just another reason why, you know, I don't, I'm not a tobacco user, but another reason why I won't go to New York. Why? Because they're a fascist state. They can't leave people alone and let them live their lives in liberty, which is supposed to be what America's supposed to be all about. We're not there anymore. But, you know, maybe Revolution 2.0 is on its way. I have no idea. But we're stuck where people can't live their lives in liberty anymore, and now in New York they want to take your, your tobacco products. Now, it hasn't been passed yet. They haven't, got it, they haven't got it done yet. But the governor up there, Hochul, is pushing for this in a really big way. Young and healthy British doctor dying from severe reaction to AstraZeneca COVID vaccine. His name was Dr. Stephen Wright, 32 years old, very healthy, in fantastic shape, took the shot and died 10 days later. Conclusion as to the cause of death, according to the autopsy, uh, unintended complications of a vaccination. Wright's widow, her name is Charlotte. She's suing AstraZeneca, trying to get the wording on her husband's death certificate changed from natural causes. There's a lot of that that happened in America, too, during the pandemic, if you remember. That they put natural causes on there, or they died from COVID, and they actually died with COVID. They died of a heart attack or a car crash, or they were shot or electrocuted, but because they had COVID, ah, that's what went on the birth certificate because the hospitals and the medical community. And, of course, the biggies, the big pharma, they made more money if it said they died from COVID. They died with COVID, not from COVID. And finally, in Missouri, a school district up there is now making its math curriculum more gender-inclusive, updating their word problems in math with they, them pronouns and other programs, too. This is the Webster Grove School District in Missouri. Hmm. Susan Bergman is their coordinator, claiming that the inclusion of non-binary pronouns will help students develop their mathematical identities and move them to see the beauty, joy, and connectedness of mathematics as a way to see, make sense, and change our world. She is arguing that 
persistent myth within math education that since numbers are universal, math classrooms are objective and free of bias. And she says, no, that's just not true. Math classes are full of racism, sexism, classism, and xenophobia. Yeah, there's lots of racism and sexism in a math class, she says. Scholars have demonstrated the ways that mathematics, socialization, and mathematics identity development are critical aspects to the learning and participation of students, particularly black students. Have you got your kids out of public education yet? It's absolutely infected with the worst kinds of liberal policies that we've ever seen in this country, and it is spread far and wide in public education. I know good people in public education, but they are the exception. The whack job, Democrat, far-left liberals who are destroying your children bit by bit, that's the rule. It's the exception, the good people. And I know good people that are in education. But the rule today is the destruction of our children through stuff like that. These policies that I sit here every day. I was telling Nancy yesterday, I could do a whole show on either the trans cult, the religion of transgenderism, and it's a cult. I could do a whole show or several shows on that and, and that be the only topic. Or how the United States public education system has been turned over and is now being destroyed from the inside out and turned into nothing more than a, a uh, socialization a process for socialists and communists in our country. And that's exactly what it is, indoctrination. That's what we're facing. I want to tell you about our friends over at Shirts Funeral Home. Great people out on uh, Highway 3009 in Shirts to take care of all of your funeral planning, whether it is contemporary and you need somebody to help you today, or you're thinking about pre-planning and pre-need. Shirts Funeral Home has been there since the early 1990s, and they're here to help you right now. If you need somebody to walk you through the process and explain funeral planning to you and, and get everything done, uh, they're more than willing to sit down with you anytime at their conference room over there, have a cup of coffee with them, and sh- you know they'll show you all the products and how the services go. They'll, they'll help you w- with obituary writing, or they'll do that themselves, or they'll help you with florists and all these kind of things. Uh, they are full service to the hilt, to the max at Church Funeral Home, and always have been. I've, I've I've been speaking for them and have utilized their services since they opened their doors in the early 1990s, and they're ready to take care of you right now. That's Church Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Upgrade your home comfort with a carrier air conditioner. So here on our text device, why weren't we informed of the candidates for mayor? I know nothing about them. I got bombarded with mail from Ron. The media stayed quiet about uh, to help Ron, uh, to help Ron out. You're absolutely right. The media in this town is far left. Every news, everything that you see in these people on television, they're all far lefty. They have their own agendas that they are pushing, and they're they're pushing Ron Nirenberg. But let, let me tell you something. You can go to the Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Lots of information concerning Prop A is up there. That's what you can find. That's where you can find the information. And you can also go through there to find the sample ballot. Now let me tell you a couple of things on the sample ballot says here, Prop A will give the authority to accomplish three goals of paramount importance. Paramount importance for who? The leftists. To save scarce public resources for greater public needs and to reduce unnecessary arrests and save scarce public resources through a comprehensive set of reforms. And then you read this gobbledygook about, you know, how this is going to be wonderful. The, the ballot, the actual ballot, this is going to be wonderful. We, we need to protect San Antonio. We need to make sure that people can steal. Because it's a good thing. And then it goes on to, it wraps up this way, requiring the San Antonio City Council to appoint and provide resources to a justice director with no previous experience in law enforcement who will be charged with fulfilling the justice policy by providing a justice impact statement before any city council vote affecting the justice policy and meeting quarterly with community stakeholders to discuss the development of policies, procedures, and practices related to the justice policy and open meetings. That's what's going to run your police department out of san antonio cops are going to quit because they're going to have to report report to this guy or girl this whack job so here's the thing when you get there and you go to early vote or you're going to vote on the day of say no to prop a and it's down there in a little for a favor against in contra because the whole thing is in spanish as well against you're against prop a Carl Eggers, CreatingRichAlives.com. What's going on with our money, buddy? How are you doing, Trey? I'm doing very well. What's going on with our money? What's 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 in the money news this week? What's happening? Well, we wake up this morning. We're seeing more more earnings coming out from companies, and and 
one of them isn't going to make it. Bed Bath and Beyond. We've been hearing for a while they're they're going bankrupt and uh, possibly going bankrupt. Well, today they or yesterday they did file for bankruptcy. So, you know, the question is 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 are there more shoes to drop in this economy that's slowing down? And I, I think there are. We don't know necessarily. You know, that's bad management necessarily versus versus the economy. But generally speaking, we're going to see a lot more companies coming out and describing what the environment is. And ultimately, you got to remember, when you're investing in mutual funds and ETFs, you're investing in companies, and the profits of those companies is what's driving everything. So over 40% of the S&P companies are reporting this week. And, and I would just say, I mean, we, we've talked about before, but with interest rates where they are, I'd be very, very patient right here. There's plenty of ways for investors to earn really good amounts of interest right now. And I'm not saying to abandon stocks. I'm just saying be patient right now because we still don't know the full story. And then, and it's always good to have the full story before you make those decisions. All right, Carl, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Carl Eggers, creatingrichelives.com is where you can find him. Where in Rima coming up next, KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by...